Jujuginoa. This is Charles Smith. I'm Ojibwe from the Fond du Lac Reservation, and you're listening to the Middle of the Res Road podcast. This is Joel Boje. I'm an Ojibwe from the Boys Fort Band of Chippewa Indians. This is in collaboration with the Minnesota Tribal Contractors Council, a.k.a. MNTCC, the show that is designed to be the source of information about industry job opportunities, success stories, trainings, and upcoming projects for Native Americans. We also share about our culture and language because it is the foundation of our identities oh welcome back everyone this is joel back uh with another episode of middle of the res road podcast today i have a special guest in the studio with me would you like to introduce yourself yeah joel thanks for having me Uh, my name is sierra and i am an environmental technician with talon metals talon metals um we hear a lot about talon metals um, could you just uh, give us a brief explanation about um, the part you play with Talon Metals? Yeah, so I just uh, started working for Talon in December of last year. So it hasn't been a year yet, but it feels like it. Talon is always doing something new and innovative and researching uh, new ways to do everything, which I think is awesome as a company and for the industry. Um, As an environmental technician, I'm really the boots on the ground kind of lady. So I take the ideas from the big wigs and I make them happen in real time. Wow, that sounds like a a lot of motivation or discipline. That would be discipline. And, um, you know, like I kind of wanted to make our viewers a little more aware of um, how you came into this opportunity with Talon Metals. I think that's very important for our listeners to know exactly how to get to a spot of that capacity. So I have always loved nature and being outside in the woods and on the water. And I've lived in Minnesota my entire life. So that is really important to me. And I always knew that that's what I would pursue growing up. When I went to college, I majored more in the aspect of aquatic biology And so I followed that right out of college and worked for UMD, which is where I had gone to school to get my undergrad. And specifically, I worked with the NRI, the Natural Resource Research Institute up in Hermantown. And with that opportunity, I had a lot of variety with research, which I think helped shape me as a person. I worked with the mammalogy professor to start off with, so I got to do really remote projects, working with moose and lynx and marten, uh, working for projects that were all the way in California with minke whale observation research. That gave me a well-rounded idea of what a researcher can do and what they can be. Uh, From there, I graduated from UMD and continued to work for NRI, but in a different capacity. So I moved from homology into aquatic biology, working for Dr. Valerie Brady, um, really focusing on wetland health. And so uh, we worked um, all across the Midwest of the Great Lakes, uh, so Lake Superior and on. And I loved that work, but, you know, life moves you in different directions. And I think 
that's something that is important to talk about is that your life isn't necessarily linear or planned out exactly, you know, how you thought you would go. And so I moved uh, out of Duluth and I helped start uh, a climbing gym, which is completely 180 (laughs) for aquatic (laughs) biology, but um, it was an opportunity and I chose to take it. And I had a lot of fun in the years that I did that. Um, I assisted in the starting of a nonprofit that helps underserved communities uh, coming into climbing and getting them into that kind of adventure that might not have served them otherwise. Also with breast cancer patients and survivors uh, coming into yoga and really helping them understand their bodies and, and the journey and, and loving themselves again. I think taking those opportunities that came along to me, I then moved into farming and got into organic sustainable practices that way, worked for a couple different farms, which led me into starting my own when I moved back to Duluth. My husband got a job with Talon. He's a geophysicist, geoscientist, and um, I found my niche in farming, and I tried that out for a couple years and really loved my time there, and I feel like all of those opportunities made me a mature well-rounded individual because I had so many visions of who I am and the confidence that comes with that when an opportunity arose with talent um, I jumped on it because I I did miss science I loved uh, farming and that is a science in a way but I really wanted a little bit of change I think I I thrive in change which if you know anything about talent, is it's all about change because we're always adapting new ideas and taking um, public thoughts on how we should do things and really evolving to that. So I think talent as a whole is really going to stimulate me for a while because there's always something new and not something I thought I would do next week is something that I imagined myself doing, which is fun. That is that is a journey. That sounds like quite the journey. Um, what what do you actually hold um, education in, like degree? Yeah, wise? I have an undergrad mm-hmm. in aquatic biology. Aquatic biology, mm-hmm. and and you feel like the job that you're working right now is like lining up with that that same degree, or are you just like the science aspect of it? Um, I think there's majority of it. Uh, for an environmental technician with talent, a lot of it is concerning water. Um, we do groundwater, surface water, um, things that we call uh, pisometers and pore water wells, which are an aspect water. It's not the water research that I'm used to. I'm used to working with more animal research. So we get to hold fish and turtles and, and things like that, which are more palpable, I think, um, But this research draws to me really the responsibility of it. I moved into Talon with the draw that, you know, mining materials, especially from Talon, nickel, is what is going to drive the clean energy movement. And it's up to us to take responsibility of how those materials are taken from the earth. I like that. I like that. So, like, you have that in the back of your mind or in your heart that you want to be part of the the process of of safety awareness of the of the land and environment and i really like that 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 
that's very respectful and honorable of you. Um, so what do you think is in the future for Talon Metals? I think exploration is a in the future for Talon. I think we have the drive and the mindset to continue to make sustainable progress in terms of mining. And I really hope that you know, people who are maybe on the fence about mining in general, I know I was before I began this talent journey, just have an open mind and that open mind will help you uh, understand like what we're all about. That is nice. I, I like that. Like um, they're always just thinking of different ways to improve um, the energy field and stuff like that. So on a timeline, um, where would you say, in your experience, do you, do you, will you start seeing results? Like for which way, which direction that Talon wants to move in? Um, I guess if we're asking timelines, uh, Talon is still in the exploration phase. Yeah. Uh, we just submitted an EAW uh, that is the environmental assessment worksheet, which is one of the very first steps to the permitting process. Um, and we just submitted that in June. If everything goes well, we're looking at a couple years before we think about breaking ground, like construction for the mine. But there's a lot of steps that have to happen in between now and then. So um, I don't know, timeline, it's kind of hard to tell, but yeah, hopefully sooner than later. But So yeah. you're in the dark. One's <laughs> say in the dark, but it's a little gray. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's like dusk. <laughs> yeah, I, we know the sunset's there and it's it's going down. But yeah, it's, it's eventually gonna get light out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I like that. Um, so, on your own journey, did did you um have to overcome a lot to to actually? You know, like put yourself in a good position to be more aware of um, the opportunities that were there. Like for some of our younger viewers, it's like um, I always like to try to, you know, like talk about eye opening events, like like um, what makes it possible for them to do the same thing, to be on the same journey and to kind of look through the same eyes as yours. Um, what would you tell somebody that wanted to get into that field? How would you tell them to start? I think education is the first one, depending upon what you're wanting to do, I guess, because there are a lot of opportunities at Talon uh, that don't necessarily include science. You know, we have PR, we have HR, we have financial, uh, we have uh, PCs, which help with like the day-to-day -day management of projects. Um, so I guess it's not necessarily education, but Maybe just doing at-home research of um, what a mine is, what an exploration company is, where are they located, where could they be located? Is that location somewhere that you want to live? Because that's important too. Um, unlike some industries where they can kind of pick and choose where their main operations are going to be, mining isn't that way. Where the rock is is where it is, you know, so you have to be knowledgeable of those locations and if that location is even somewhere that you want to reside. Um, I think that saying yes to opportunities, maybe if even if they don't seem like the perfect fit for you, can 
bring you down a path that you wouldn't have predicted for yourself. Because you can say yes to an opportunity and be like, wow, like this is really fun in this moment. This is, I'm glad I chose this for myself. Or it can lead to like, ah, I don't know. This isn't really my vibe. It's not really hitting the passions for me. And that's okay too. It's okay to try something and, and realize, you know what, this isn't, this isn't what I thought it was or it's, it's not really for me. And then you can say yes to something else. And so I think being open in all respects is how you can find a new path. Nice. I, I like that. Like, like just how you explained your, a little bit of your story before we got on the podcast here, how you kind of just like broke that down and, and kind of just, uh, you know, you said we'd be here for hours talking about <laughs> your journey. So I, <laughs> I was, I uh, tried to summarize it a little bit <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah. You really shortened it. <laughs> um, but, but it's this, uh, in your take, do you see um, Talon making possible for the local community? Like what kind of goals do you see like the locals in the area being able to um, do with Talon? Yeah, there are a lot of opportunities for local individuals. And, and honestly, I think we're, don't quote me on this, but we're in like the 90s or 100 employees now. And... A lot of those people are local. Like we live in Duluth, we live in Tamarack, we live in McGregor, we live in Wright, like very close, uh, Carlton. And so already Talon is comprised of a lot of local individuals. Positions, like I mentioned before, that don't necessarily need an education um, are there for locals if they, you know, don't feel like they want to go to school or it's not possible for them. Like there's still opportunities. Like for instance, I would have thought that anybody stepping on a drill rig would need to have like a lot of experience or training in that, but we're hiring drill helpers that don't need experience. We're giving that experience right there on the job. Um, or, you know, it's, it's a motivator too, that if you're currently in school or thinking about going to school, like talent will exist for a long time, as long as everything happens the way we want it to, we'll be there for a while. And so that's a motivator as well, that when you get out of school, that's an opportunity that you could seek out. As far as locals, it's also going to create a lot of jobs when the mine, if the mine opens, um, we're going to have hundreds of union jobs. And we signed a contract with the uh, steel union. And part of that contract, I believe, is that um, we would hire locals and train them within those skilled labor jobs and then bring them into the union as well nice that's that was actually going to be my next question about you know like this talent plan on going union then and you brought that up that's uh and that's huge especially to do the training and and do um make make it available to the community and to people that live locally um where is talent mainly based out of so Talon is based in Tamarack, Minnesota. So that's uh, between Cromwell and McGregor. Um, it's just a little town, but it's got the pump, so it's got a good place to eat. Uh, so it's a real town. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to miss it. <laughs> nope. uh, yeah, so it's not too far from where we are now. It's about 40 minutes. And you drive all that way from Duluth every day? I do. Yeah. Yep, but my husband works there as well, so we carpool and... 
a lot of other people also live in the Duluth area or like kind of on the way. So a lot of people carpool as well, which can be good because we do work long, sometimes arduous days. So having people to talk to and find camaraderie with are important. Oh, yeah, I, I feel that. So does Talon Metals have other job sites other than Tamarack? Okay, so they're just mainly just in Tamarack. So um, they have to have like some kind of other sites from the past or... and. and Talon is a small company. Okay. And um, I guess when you say work sites, uh, we do have a site in North Dakota, but that's, that's not a mining site or an exploration site. That's where we would work in conjunction with what we would take out of Tamarack. And then we would rail car it to North Dakota. Um, it's where our processing facility would be. So oh, okay. Not a mine place, but okay. continuation of Talon. The processing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, let's talk a little bit, bit about that. Um, like, uh, what, what's actually being processed? So, uh, what we would extract from the ore body in Tamarack that's where we would extract it is in North Dakota. We took a lot of uh, the community's uh, voices and opinions on preserving water quality in Minnesota because we are such a water-positive environment. Um, And we chose to take that processing out of Minnesota to reduce that risk and bringing it into North Dakota, which is more of a water-negative space. Um, And then we'd mix that uh, material that we would take from uh, tamarack and mix it with fly ash, which we would have in North Dakota, which is uh, more of a uh, neutralizer. Wow, that's uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not super well versed. <laughs> that sounds sounds pretty scientific, and and you know, like I said, we talked a little bit earlier, and and you said your husband is an employee of Talon, also. So, is that kind of your drive to get into the position that you're in? Was uh, your husband was doing that? Yeah, I think that's what opened the door. Um, I never saw myself working for a mining company, um, but my husband took that job in 2020, which is why we moved back to Duluth, which I'm super thankful for. I loved it up here, and I'm sad we left to begin with, so I was happy to be back in Duluth, and he was working for Talon for a couple years before I applied, and so I applied knowing what a great company Talon is, and so that was great for me because I already felt like I knew Talon as a whole. And so it was easy for me to make that choice to get a job with Talon. Um, Cause not only are they innovative in their research and their drive to be at the tier, the top tier of mining as far as environmental uh, and biological consciousness goes. Um, but they're a great company to work for as an individual. They're really family oriented. I mean, my husband works there, but a lot of employees have families and they're really um, knowledgeable on, you know, families need things. Kids get sick. You need to go to a baseball game. Like we're family driven in that way, which is really nice. Yeah. That, that is when a a company can be more aware of your personal life. Mm -hmm. And the needs that that personal life needs. 
Um, so one more thing I wanted to kind of get to was, cause I heard you say you're a farmer, you did nonprofit, you did this, you, you know, like you did all these little things. And, um, what made you want to take that route in the beginning? You know, like say when you were in high school or when you were in, you know, graduating high school, it's like, were you aware of like farming? Were you aware of nonprofits? Were you aware of that you wanted to do something to do with science yeah as far as science goes I knew I wanted to do something environmental from a very young age Um, we're just always in the outdoors and so I knew I wanted to find a career that would lead me in that direction which I mean the easiest thing is science (laughs) so um, or the most direct path for that so I've been out in the woods and on boats and lakes and all over uh, with my science career, and that's been um, just really amazing, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. As far as farming goes, I mean, I grew up in Malacca, Minnesota, surrounded by farming, like small community, and um, so I knew like farming existed, obviously, but it was never something that I was drawn to. But I think when you graduate high school and are out in the world by yourself I just feel like all these opportunities and ideas and and ideals that you maybe weren't aware of just kind of blossom in front of you and it goes back to the journey that I said before of just saying yes to an opportunity is that's what I did I just kind of lead life by sure I'll try it I might not like it, but I'll try it once, and maybe I'll love it, and then I'll know that that's what I want to do. I like that. That just open to opportunity, open Mm -hmm. to um, trying something new. That's always always a huge thing, especially in my life. I was opening up to new things and trying new things, and I think that's important, you know, especially for some of our younger listeners, even even our mid-range listeners listeners like um I, I just really like um hearing about the new and upcoming things that these new companies are are trying to make possible for you know for our area mm-hmm. and um you you express that the union was you know you're going to try to get union um jobs available mm-hmm. and um so that won't happen until down the road, or, or is that part of the plan? For the union jobs? Yeah. Um, so the, I think the union jobs are attached to talent opening. Okay. Yep. So that would all be contingent upon the EAW, EIS, like permitting process. And, and you said your job was an environmental... Technician. Technician. What... And from the beginning of your day, when you first get there, let's go through a little bit of that. Like, what does that entail? Because that, that could be a wide variety of things. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we, like we talked earlier and you said you've already been out there and, you you know, like walked for miles. And, and it and, was hot today, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> let's talk about that, you know, just about that discipline and determination that, that you that you have on an every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think discipline and determination really says it. Um, we 
do work that can be physically hard and tapping back into that determination why we join talent to begin with can really help uh, drive us through those days i i like jobs that are physically active so that's always my bag and my go-to and i hope it always will be um but yeah that drive and determination can really help out our job is always evolving so it's hard to give like what my job is from start to finish all the time. But um, like for instance, today, you know, you wake up, you get to work, you check in, you check your emails, you do your little things that you got to do to communicate with people. And we always do safety checks before we go out for the day. Safety is really important with talent. And then um, uh, we go out, we're hiking through the woods, we're doing research, we get to breathe in the fresh air and, um, then we come back and we download all that data that we, that we got throughout the day. And then you mingle with your fellow coworkers and then you're on your way. And that, and what we research throughout the, through a day changes. So we can do water quality research in the form of groundwater, or sometimes we get to be on boats doing lake sampling or we're on a stream or we're doing pore water, which is understanding the flow of water through organic systems. Um, or we're understanding, you know, the plant life that we're finding in the terrestrial or aqueous environments. Or um, we're setting up monitoring stations. I mean, it's kind of a mixed bag, which is fun too. Sometimes you come to work thinking you're going to do one thing and nope something else drops in your bucket that's more important for the day and so just being able to be on your toes and be like yes of course let's go get this done this <coughs> yeah. is what needs to get done and having fun with it yeah so yeah we're going this way but hey we just got an email now we got to go this way mm -hmm. like yeah and, and that's you know like on the job that it, that is and that i really admire that that just that flexibility that people gotta have at work Mm -hmm. And I heard you talk about uh, you took care of animals and stuff like that earlier, too. So that, you know, does that ever fall under that job that you do? Like, unfortunately, not. OK. <laughs> um, or at least not very often. And if it does, we work with other contractors as well. So we work with like GEI and Foth and and other places to to do more of that kind of research and, and baseline. Okay, so there's like a coexistence between different companies out there that you work with. Mm -hmm. Yep, for certain things, yeah, because like I said, we're always looking for the best way to do something, you know, and that's understanding that maybe I don't have the best idea, maybe somebody else does, you know, not being closed-minded and, and sort of mm -hmm. selfish in that way, but opening up and, and allowing understanding to come in from different aspects, different groups. So you always have someone you can call. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's good, you know, like I like that. Yeah, and that's where like the science world really prospers. And we're just this big community that if if we have the person next to us is thriving, then we're all thriving. It's very uplifting, like just to, and, and you said you, um, you know, you have people that you work next to. And so you have like your own crew yes. out there. Yep. So like you all get in the truck and you all go out and you do the same thing or do, are you all um, 
like certified in different areas of the we're all well versed in many things and we're always willing to uh, learn new things as well um and so we're not always all doing the same thing some people i think have different strengths than others and so they might prefer, you know, to do groundwater where someone prefers uh, to be out hiking in the peat. You know, it's just, it just depends upon the day and how you're feeling or, you know, who is more passionate about this or that and, and just getting people the most experience as possible too. So are you the new one of the crew? <laughs> Would you consider yourself the newbie of the crew? Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as who was hired last, <laughs> it yeah. would be me. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so you you get all the work that nobody wants to oh, do. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yes. And that's no. just how it is. Until you guys get someone new, and then <laughs> I, I get that. And that's, you know, we mess around where I work like that. It, the new one always gets, uh, <laughs> is the one that can't say no. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah, no, we had... Uh, Myself and then another technician hired at the same time as I did, which was nice because we both came in. We both had never been in a mining position before, so we were both learning brand new things together. Um, but yeah, that's it's really inclusive at Talon, which I enjoy. It's they really foster an environment where please ask questions and let's talk about it and let's get some knowledge and let's share that knowledge. And, and I like that kind of community. It helps build camaraderie. I like that. And I, I heard you express that earlier about um, how your mind was changed about mining and stuff like that. Can you explain that a little bit? Like, like what changed your mind about the mining aspect of, of it and how you feel your work is helping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like when I was going through my undergrad, it was never talked about that someone with a biology degree could work for a mine. And so I had just never crossed my mind that that would be a path that I could go down. Obviously, for geologists, you know, of course that would be a path for them. And I knew about mining just because I met my husband in college. And so that was always in the back of my head because that would be a job that he would be looking for. Um, but like many biologists, I feel like we have this innate sort of rejection of minds in the form of being environmentally conscious. It took me a little bit to get used to talent and that idea that we really could be environmentally conscious and, and changing the industry in that way. But when I opened my eyes and I, I opened my mind, it was not difficult at all. Like you can see from people's energy and passions that that's what is driving talent to make those better decisions for the environment. And honestly, we all live here. You know, I think it's the it's this paradigm where people are removing humanity from nature, that we're not nature when we are. We live on this planet. We drink the water. We eat food out of the soils. We breathe the air from the trees. Like we are in essence nature. So what we do to nature, we will do to ourselves. 
And that's why environmental regulations are in place. Like, yes, it's to preserve natural environments, but it's to preserve the drinking water for you and your children. And that's a big thing with Talon is we all live here. People's kids drink this water. We play on the soil. We have boats and cabins and homes and activities are in this area. And so we are here to protect that and to preserve that and to continue that into the future for generations to come. And that's my position as an environmental technician. Like literally right now, I am out doing baseline sampling to understand what the environment is and what we're finding right now so that we can maintain that baseline. Wow, that that's actually really good. I, I You opened my eyes today. Oh, I, that's so you, nice. you really did. It's like, wow, I never really thought about it like that. But the, the explanation that you have is just, it's like amazing. And, and I feel like the light just went off in my head. Like, Isn't that wow. fun? I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> and that's fun to witness too. It is. Like, it's just understanding. Yep. Yep. So you're out there, you're doing the legwork right now and, and you're probably going to have to come back and, and do it all again. Right. Yes. I, I mean, it's just repetitive, yes. repetitive testing to make sure that the environment ain't changing and that's part of your job. And that's, and that makes me feel good that mm-hmm. there's someone that cares and that's more aware of what's going on and how it's supposed to be and and just taking that time out to to do all the tests and do everything that you have to do is that's very admirable and the door is open mm-hmm. and that's and um and I think that's what a lot of people need to hear is like that integrity that goes into the job into the work before it even starts and yep yep and that's it's really important and It's important to understand, too, is that the baseline research that we're doing right now is understand how things are right now. With anything, with any change, there will be changes to that baseline, but as Talon opens, but we're maintaining that within um, certain parameters. And so we're understanding how we are and how we change and flow. And so change will happen, but it'll be good change. Yes. You, you're teaching me a lot today and I really, I really want to thank you for coming into the studio today. Is there anything else that you would like to tell any of our viewers? Yeah. Uh, Talon has an open door policy. So if you have any questions at all, or if you are curious as to what a drill looks like or what core looks like, that's coming out of the drill. Um, just, Go on to our website and and you'll see all of our PR people, Jess Johnson and and Brienne, and um, you can come out for a tour. You can see it. We have a lot of community events, um, and so but they're always offered and and they're a way for people to get together with their community and see uh, their questions being answered and heard. Maybe hearing questions and answers that you didn't even think to ask. And so that's important as well. And understanding that, you know, we're all part of the community and we're all trying to do the best job that we can. And uh, the public is part of that. And so we want people to feel like their voices are being heard in those aspects. Yes. So if anybody has any questions or any um, 
Once again, any insight? Is there a email or a website? Yep, yep. So just look Talon Metals up dot, online and dot com. I think so. Dot org. I don't know. You're putting me on the spot <laughs> with that ending there, but <laughs> I think most people know how to use Google. So. <laughs> yeah, just Google Talon Metals. <laughs> yeah. Here, if I got to spell that? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but I really want to thank you for coming into the studio today. And um, I really admire what you guys are doing out there. And, and uh, just the way that um, that you explained it and how um, how much insight you gave me about the care that's being put into the job is just amazing. And, and I really want to thank you for that, like, like you really taught me something today and you gave me something that I can share with somebody that, That's uh, amazing. that has, you. yeah, that has no idea about like what it really is. And I just want to thank you for coming in today and, and doing a podcast with us. Yeah. Thanks, Joel. It is eerie to hear my own voice. Yeah. I talk it, but this has been really fun. Yeah, <laughs> it has been. Thank you. You um this is Joel signing off from Middle of the Res Road podcast here with Sierra from Talon Metals. Thank you for tuning in.